If you win at work and you lose at home, you still lose. That's what we say all the time. It is win at home Wednesday, and I got a real treat for us today as I uh, think about us rolling into February here on the podcast. Chasing greatness is what we're doing. I'm excited to be joined these next couple of weeks by my beautiful wife, Laura. Almost 35 years now we've been going, and so she's going to help us uh, know a little bit how we can win at home these next couple of weeks. I want to spend some time thinking about one of the relationships in possibly your home life. Some of you are married, and so we're going to talk a little bit about marriage. thought that'd be fun to share. We've got a couple of episodes here that we'll do that, and I think that'll hopefully be helpful. And if you're not married, I think you, you might get some stuff even that you can... Uh, you can glean from this as well. So hoping so you'll know some people that need to hear this. I hope you'll share it, continue to download, hit the subscribe button, leave the comments. Uh, If you want to say something, you know, for Laura, you can leave the comment. I'll make sure she gets that and we'll pass that along. So Laura, welcome to Chasing Greatness. I'm glad you're here. So I want to dive in today on this first uh, episode. I want to talk to you a little bit about the seasons of marriage, we're a little older now, and I've been uh, around some young leaders l- recently who are struggling a little bit, and I know there are there are different seasons of marriage. We you know, have the four daughters, and they're all married, and I don't think any of them, maybe five years is the longest, and they're all five years or less right now. Uh, we've got the grandbaby. That's, that's been exciting. But as you think about those seasons, what if you could, could go back um, – and and even redo some some of the early years of our marriage. If, as you as you look back, we're going into February here. People hopefully will be focusing on their relationships a little more. What what advice as as you know as we get older? What advice would we give to that uh, early uh, generation of uh, these early marriages? You got you got some thoughts there? These different seasons we've kind of been through. Wow. Yeah. If only we could redo <laughs> many things all the way through life. But I think one of the first things I would tell someone who's younger would be to try to see things from your spouse's, through your spouse's eyes and through your spouse, from your spouse's point of view, which I couldn't do it. As a 22-year-old young woman, you know, I really could not think like a 22-year-old man. (laughs) And I didn't see things. I didn't see things the way you saw things and didn't understand, you know, the way um, your reaction to something was different than my reaction to something. And communication is key. And I wish that uh, I would just tell people to communicate clearly and honestly an area in my own life that um, I've really had to grow in. Um You know, I tend to bottle everything up, and I don't talk about it, and that's not healthy. And it's taken me a couple of decades to learn that, still still working on that. But to be honest and open and um, ask questions. Why did you say that? How do you see this situation? Did what I say upset you? Take ownership of things um, and just communicate really openly and honestly and clearly uh, that was a big lesson for me, something I could have definitely done better. Um, it has been, uh, well, I'll just stop at that for now. Yeah, that's good. We, we say uh, to companies a lot of times, even that uh, when we're working with companies, our team, that communication really is the oxygen of your organization. Communication really is the oxygen in a relationship. I remember a few years ago, we had a chance to 
um, we, we had the girls, we're over in China and we had a chance to go up uh, and climb a mountain in the base of the Himalayas. And I remember they had the little oxygen containers for sale at the bottom. And I thought, we don't need those. Of course. And, and, Why would we and need literally them? we got to the Even top. Even though everyone else had them but us. Yeah, exactly. We got to the top, though, you remember? And they and there, I don't know how, but there was no air up there. It was like you couldn't breathe. And I, and I think about, um, I do think about communication. There's so many relationships that just are stifled or are ultimately suffocated sometimes because people really don't communicate. And I like what you said about um, seeing things from the other person's point of view. Good job on that. I, I, I need to do that as well uh, better. And I, and I think um, what you said about, you know, you have a tendency to kind of hold things in, that's not normally my tendency, let's just say. And, and yet there are so many couples that are, they, they, they communicate differently. And so I think having those, uh, you know, clear uh, lines of communication, which, again, what you said about if you want to know, ask, I think that's powerful. And and what, what do you say to couples, like not just in communication, but you and I are very different. Uh, how can you make it work if I'm one way? Uh, well, I'm a man, you're a woman. First of all, let's just start with that. And then I've got, you know, a personality a wiring, all that. You have one that's in some ways totally maybe opposite. opposite. Yeah. And and so how do you what would you say to a couple that that they're there's there's this difference in the way they view life. How can they make it work? Like how you got you got some thoughts there? I know you have some thoughts there. Oh I always have thoughts. But um well definitely the grace of God has kept us together mm. for sure. And Say more about that because I think I think the values can can hold opposites together, right? I mean, if you have the common values, that 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 probably is more important than anything for right. us. It has been. Well, if you're not even walking in the same direction, it's not going to work. Yeah, you've got to know where you're going, and you've got to both be in alignment about that. But even then, you could argue the entire way while you're getting there. So, and and you know, you don't want that. That's not healthy. Right. But definitely, um, your values do have to be aligned. And spiritually, we have been aligned. Financially, we have been aligned. Now, our desires and our interests have definitely been different, uh, but that's okay. Um, I think it's important to take uh, interest in your spouse's interest uh, through the years. Um, I definitely could have done a better job at that. I know that's true. Still working on that as well because I don't like golf like you like golf, but I, um, or sports as you like sports, but I'm uh, still learning and growing and trying. I know the right thing to do. Um, you definitely do not want your children to be the only thing you have in common. I do see couples that their children becomes pretty much the only thing they have in common. And then even then they could, um, have different ideas about how to, how to rear those children. And that can become a source of conflict as well, or compete for the children's attention, which that's very um, unhealthy. But you do want it to be a um, couple-centric home and not a children, you know, a child-centric home because the children will leave one day and the couple's relationship is most important. So um, just, yeah, just um, the back to the values, that that needs to be in alignment first or it's going to be difficult to... Um, have a healthy and fun relationship. Yeah, that's good. So um, 
want to kind of wrap up this first week here as we think about this. So, so as you as you think about a a you know, again, it's it's Valentine's month. Hopefully, marriages are working the way they should be. But we see a lot of them that that really aren't, and, it, and it's really hard. And uh, there's an old verse that says uh, how good and pleasant it is when when we live together in unity. And we know that's really true. But we also know that when you're not unified, things are not good. It's not good and it's not pleasant. A home can be really hard if things are not going the right way. So for somebody out there who's listening that wants their relationship ultimately to be great, but just to get a little better this week, you got a, you got a piece of advice, anything. It's I have no idea what you're going to say here. Coach me a little bit on how I could be better this week so we can have a really great February. That would be awesome. So you got if we're, if we're trying to, to just take a step toward a little bit better, you know, you got a husband out there who's listening or a wife even who's listening. Like, what's one piece of advice you would give us? Leave us with a nugget. The one thing is to stop thinking about myself and my needs and how my needs may or may not have been met or what I want or what I desire and put that aside for a moment and think, what does my spouse need? What would he like? What would mean something to him? Is he a words of affirmation person? Write him a note. Tell him. Stop. Look in his face. Tell him what he needs to hear. Or a gifts person or a quality time person. Whatever need he has or what I know would mean the most to him and to intentionally go out of my way to make that happen. And this is the hard part, not to have expectations of his reaction or response to whatever I do. Not to expect anything in return. Correct. And yeah. if his response is not over the moon, you know, standing applause, that's okay. Did I do it for him or did I do it because I needed affirmation back? So to truly think, what could I do this week that would build my spouse up, that would encourage my spouse, that would mean something to him or her without any strings attached? Yeah, that's so good. So uh, stick around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you to help me for next week as well. But but I, I love what she said there at the end. We talk about chasing greatness all the time, and we say it's not just about trying to be great, but the, the truly people who are thinking in, in a great way are trying to help other people be great. And we just talked about it the last couple of weeks. It's, it's how can we help the people around us win? How can we live in such a way that the people who, who know us the best actually can love us the most? That's going to be our topic for next week. So I hope you'll join us again. If you know somebody right now who's who's struggling to win at home. I hope you'll share this with them. Maybe it'll be an encouragement that we have been together for almost 35 years and we're still trying to get better. Uh, Not only only are we trying to do that, we hope you will as well. So keep chasing greatness. We'll see you guys next week.